You're listening to a Budapest Beacon podcast. I'm Ben Novak. Joining me today, two guys who organized the protest last week, the Let's Stop Moscow protest, uh, Mr. David Badu and Mate Borga. Yes, thanks for having us. Gentlemen, how did you get the idea? First, let's let's back this up, actually. How old are you guys? We're, tw- bo- we're yeah. both 24. Yeah. So you're two 24-year-old guys. Do any of you have a background in politics? Well, no, like not educational background, but I, I, was, I was always interested in politics for like pretty much past eight, nine years, both uh, domestic politics, Hungarian politics, and international politics as well. Were you active? Uh, so to say, yeah, I, I went to a fair amount of demonstrations in the past seven years, but I never joined a party, so. What about you, Mati? Yeah, I, I uh, used to work at uh, human rights organizations in the past, but I was I have some sort of a activi- activist past, but in different issues, not in the domestic uh, Hungarian politics. So what what actually got you guys to move in this direction? I mean, organizing a protest on your own, not really having a really active political uh, background. Why? Why do you guys want to stop Brussels? I mean, I'm sorry, Moscow. <laughs> well, we just had the idea one night, pretty much. We're drinking with another friend, uh, Imre. Uh, he was the third organizer uh, organizer of the, uh, of the demonstration. He lives in London, so unfortunately he couldn't be there. Uh, but we just had this thought that we should uh, try to counterbalance the, the, um, the current ruling party, Fidesz, who has this, uh, or so to say, it's pretty much a propaganda you can see all these billboards around the city saying let's stop brussels and we thought one and we said okay let's stop moscow since uh, in the past seven years a bit of political background the past seven years uh, the ruling party fides is uh, pretty much getting closer and closer to moscow closer and closer to the russian government uh, orban viktor the prime minister is great friends with putin basically putin comes here every year uh, they meet up every year and discuss the future of our country. And uh, Hungary has a long, long history. Uh, we were always part of Europe, and we had always problems with the Russian. First of all, in 1848, we had a, uh, well, that um, revolution, first of all, was uh, against the uh, Austrian-Hungarian uh, coalition basically but then in 1849 the russian came out to uh, to help the austrians and they basically they were the one who who, uh, who who ruined our revolution so to say then in 1956 obviously during communist rule uh russian tanks came rolling in uh destroyed half of the city and um so we we had quite the fair fair share of russian influence here in hungary and we don't want to see that come back again and it's also fair to say, I think, that we weren't really satisfied with the previous demonstrations uh, took place here in Budapest, and we wanted to make our own demonstration where we we can voice our opinions as loud as we can. What was really interesting to me about this uh, demonstration, and I guess for the people listening to this, I'll give them a little background. Um, it was a pretty, pretty uh, quick announcement, so all of a sudden people just saw on Facebook there's going to be this event, this Let's Stop Moscow event. It was scheduled for a week before initially, for one week earlier. But because of this weird weather, you guys yeah. you guys canceled it and yeah. moved it moved it for a, for a week later. And um, you know, I think on Facebook, about two thousand people said they would show up. I would say there was maybe about maybe between one thousand and one thousand five hundred people who actually came out. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Well, our estimation is is two thousand, but yeah, you can say <laughs> fifteen hundred as well. Well, you know, subtract the journalists from yeah. the uh, yeah. from. from <laughs> 
So, so what was that? That's what was really interesting to me for starters is that the previous uh, previous demonstrations had quite a bit of people. I mean, they've been. This was a pretty active protest season so far, and there weren't that many people that showed up. And I was talking to other journalists who cover Hungary, uh, and what they were telling me was how crazy it is that uh, you know you would assume that right now, given the political climate here, that this would be one of the bigger protests that, uh, that that happened in Budapest. How do you guys feel about that? Well, I, I mean, first of all, let's 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 make something clear. We're not disappointed at all. We're we're really happy with that 1,500 or 2,000 people that showed up, and uh, we didn't. That's what we were expecting. Yeah, that's way, what so. we were expecting. Actually, as you said, there was 2,000 people who were. Who said they were going over Facebook? Another six thousand or seven seven thousand said they were interested. Uh, so we pretty much um, we pretty much were expecting around two thousand people. So we are not disappointed at all. Um, but I I, I, I I would say that I don't agree with the fact that what you said that um, that this should have been a bigger demonstration because this uh, was. I'm really not saying a, that it should have been. I'm saying that some people yeah, told yeah, me yeah. they were surprised that no, they would have was, assumed. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand you. But uh, we didn't have that assumption. And the reason why is because this this demonstration was a for a really specific issue, and uh, the other demonstration we had in the past uh, past two weeks, past three weeks were all sort of just uh, basically an anti-government, uh, the anti-government uh, protest. Yeah, of course, we had the uh, the demonstration against CEU, the closing of CEU. We also had the demonstration against uh, the new um, NGO law. Yeah, the the new law for uh, for uh, pretty much um, same as the same as in Russia, uh, trying to harden the times of of, of the NGOs. Uh, but this this demonstration was for a really specific cause, and this was the first demonstration in the past three weeks that wasn't only about domestic politics but international politics as well. So, um, and I think there was another a few uh, facts why people uh, rather chose to stay at home. For example, one of the reasons being that it was right in front of the Russian embassy. Uh, just a few hours before, we had an article come out on Index, which is the biggest yeah. uh, um, uh, leftist. Uh, 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 newspaper or online newspaper uh, saying that the the Russian uh, agencies FSB will be there and uh, is it fair to call Index leftist? Well, I, I don't think so. They're centrist, centrist, leftist. But they've got they're a lot essentially of, got liberals. A lot of liberal. They're yeah. liberal news organization, I would say. Yeah, but not really politically left. Yeah, okay, not say. politically left. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't know if we have that, by the way. Yeah, not really. Probably <laughs> not. So not really. Yeah, but they are like. They're not really ideologically on the left, but like we'll culture, save it culturally the, they are. We'll but save like, it for the next yeah. podcast. They, so yeah, Index had this article and they talked about uh, they talked about some of the things that protesters should be aware yeah. of if yeah, they yeah. are out there protesting in yeah. front of the embassy. Like they should be aware of these, uh, I don't know, satellites or some kind of scanners picking up their their sensitive yeah. information off their yeah. cell phones and yeah. so forth. They were advised to turn their cell phones yeah. off, which yeah. is. Pretty scary, actually. Pretty scary. Like, yeah. And the other things that we, we thought that Europe. might uh, uh, basically um, make people stay home is the fact that it was on a Monday. So Monday yeah. is not really a protest day in, yeah. <laughs> in Hungarian culture. Most of the uh, most of demonstration demonstrations was either over the weekend or on Wednesday, Thursday. And there was also the strange kind of twist to this. There was this Mogamed story. Oh, yeah. yeah the yeah, big yeah, Chechen guy. Yeah, who, yeah, the big Chechen guy. Yeah. Who... Uh, who made that protester guy say sorry for yeah. throwing paint at the yeah, memorial the to the Soviet memorial. labor 
Soviet yeah. liberator, liberators. Liberators, yeah. Yeah, and also, like, I just want to add that like, none of the days are protest days in Hungary, unfortunately. And now something is, you know, something is happening. People, people feel that, you know, something might gonna change in the next uh, couple of weeks or... Hopefully. Or, yeah, or something can happen. And that's why it's, it's pretty big to say that, like, you know, there were really big demonstrations, like two in a week. Yeah, but I mean, we had a we had a bunch of smaller demonstrations as well. The first CU demonstration wasn't as big either. That was like five thousand people. The yeah. only really big demo we had was the, the seven thousand was the, the the heroes the heroes veto, which was on Hero Square, which was like fifty thousand. No, the one before actually. Yeah, the, the CU one had one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was even bigger. Yeah, that true, was true, like true. eighty thousand. Yeah, I was there yeah. on that as well. Yeah, that was fifty to eighty thousand people as well. And then you had the heroes veto, so, but look, it started out with smaller demos as well. Let so. me ask you guys something. You guys are pretty young. Um, for the time being, you live in an EU member state. Yeah, hopefully we'll so that so way. A little knock on, <laughs> knock on wood there. But are you guys optimistic about Hungary's future? Well, I mean, it's really hard to say. First of all, the Hungarian culture and like a part of the Hungarian identity is to be really pessimistic about everything and really <laughs> negative about everything. I'm, I'm, I, I think I have a, uh, like part. I'm partially Swedish, uh, and uh, I think that I. I'm trying to bring that optimism into my life as well. Like the Swedish is like kind of the opposite of, of Hungarian identity. Um, sometimes I'm optimistic. Sometimes I'm pessimistic. I mean, it really depends on my mood. Sometimes I see that everything's going to shit uh, and there's no way out. I mean, a little little bit background for our listeners is that uh, in 2014, we had a new uh, election law. And it's really, really hard currently to get majority in the parliament if you're not. Well, the new election law came came a little bit before 20. I think it was that 2013. 20, it was tw- end of 2013, yeah. But the the first the first time they actually put it into practice was 2014. Yeah. So yeah, um, so it's gonna be really hard to to win an election uh, legally, so to say. So in in an actual election and not in, in a revolution. Um, so it's gonna be really hard, but I think it's doable. I think it's doable. You know, Guyash Marci, um, oh, yeah. he's the guy who threw paint at the yeah. presidential palace. Yeah. Um, so what he's what he's been doing is he's been calling for this 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 uh, you know common country yeah, big thing. coalition this big coalition yeah. of of actors to get together and change the electoral law. Do you guys think that's that could work? Because Fidesz has got a pretty strong uh, hold. I mean, they've still got that solid twenty five percent of eligible yeah. voters who. Who vote for them? Would changing the election law really help that at all? Uh, it would definitely help in the terms of that they would they wouldn't get majority. They they wouldn't get absolute majority. I, th- I don't think they would. Back in 2014, they won. Uh, almost seventy percent of the parliamentary mandates, with only forty-two or forty-three percent of, yeah. of the voters. That's like they lost more. votes actually compared to yeah. the previous election, yeah, where they exactly. also had a supermajority. It's even got it's even got worse in the past four years. So I think they lost a lot of they, they lost a lot of voters in the past four years, and they're, con- they're they'll they'll be continue losing votes if, if they keep this up. I mean, last year they had a they they had a good season because of the whole migration thing, that really helped helped their cause. But um, regarding Guyash Marti and his, uh, his, his idea for a big coalition, I think it, it's a really good idea on paper. It's, it's a thing that's a really good idea on paper, but would never work out. Because they're, they're just, the, the parties on, the, on both on the left and the right are too segmented. So basically we have the so-called far right, where they're not actually far right uh, anymore, you're big. Uh, they would never team not, up with. Not, not publicly. Yeah, they're not publicly, yeah. So now they're basically a populist party as well. But he only wants to reform the the electoral 
um, um, system. system. It doesn't want a big coalition. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, e- e- even on the left side, the parties don't want to don't want to team up, and uh, it's uh, it's totally understandable because then there you have the Socialist Party, which was on which was in rule for eight years, and they well pretty much let's say the truth, they didn't do shit at all. And they're one of the reasons why Fidesz got an absolute uh, super majority in 2010. Uh, then you have DK, which is the party of the former prime minister, Georgiang. Pretty much same reason. Uh, he's one of the number one reasons why Fidesz got a two-thirds majority in 2010. Then you have the Green Party. They don't team up with anyone ever. And now you have a new party currently trying to get into the parliament momentum. Um, so... So they, I don't think the, they will, these parties will team up with, with each other. And I totally understand them because they would, the, 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 the problem with this whole coalition and teaming up thing is that the, 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 the voters wouldn't understand why they're teaming up. The only thing they would see is that, oh my God, okay, my, my party is teaming up with the bad guys. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to vote for them. Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough, uh, it's a really weird predicament. Returning to the protest, um, I was absolutely blown away with this uh, with this lady Senteshi Eva. the The speech she gave was incredible. I've 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 heard a lot of speeches. Strong, yeah. I've never heard any speech like hers. That was really something. That was very very impressive. Um, for those of you who are interested in what she wrote, we actually translated some of it and put it up on our website. Um, but I want to bring this to a new new point. You guys had this guy. Uh, Zhenya Be- Belyakov, yeah. who, who spoke at the event. Now, he's a Russian guy. Yeah. And he spoke up at an event against Putin, against yeah. like uh, the Russian yeah. sphere of risky. influence. Risky, <laughs> really risky. A, a, a risky thing, but uh, but everything he had to say kind of made sense to yeah, me. So he absolutely. talked about how he remembers he was a child when Putin came to power, and since then he had just been chipping away at the, the rule of law and democracy and media freedom and so on. And uh, so that was, I thought that was a very good thing for some people to hear. Like, okay, this does, it's not like you turn into an autocracy overnight. It yeah. slowly, slowly happens. Yeah. Step by step, you know. What step. was really bizarre to me at this protest, and I've never seen anything like this either, was that um, Pujer Robert gets up and he gives this talk. Now, I don't know how you guys feel about this because he said some things. I thought it was a very strong, I thought it was a powerful speech, a very passionate speech. But what was weird about it was he got up and said this, like right after a Russian guy had just spoken. And you know what he said, what Pujier said during the speech almost came across as a little bit of cultural chauvinism. (laughs) How do you guys, do, do you know what I'm referring to here? Yeah, I, think I don't. So please, you, you don't remember that part. part. No, I'm not. I, I'm not. Uh, I don't exactly remember the part. Obviously, we're quite busy with the, the organizing the whole event. But I think I, I think I know which part you're referring to. That pretty much saying that European culture is, uh, so to say, superior than the than uh, Russian than Russian than Russian ones culture. Yeah, I mean. We don't agree with all of our speakers, so they we, we gave them total autonomy. We just invited them. They they and we told them say what you have to say, you want to say. So we don't necessarily agree with everything they say, in that sense. For 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 example, my part. I mean, obviously, I can't say anything on on Mate's behalf, but I don't think any culture is superior to the other one. We have different culture, 
cultures and and I don't think that the European culture is better than any other culture it's just different um obviously from our perspective it's better than than uh, than than any other culture but it's this is quite a subjective matter the reason why it was interesting to me to, to see this happen was because seeing how the public in Hungary over the past few years has been responding to um, what is pretty obviously a lot of Russian influence into Hungary so it's it's pretty obvious at this point I don't think anybody's disputing that there's an issue here that that needs to be no, talked about sure and knowing Hungary's history with Russia, you know, we can look back to the 1800s, we can look back to 1956. Um, what I've always been curious about is at what point where will Hungarians, you know, turn their distrust of like the Russian government or, you know, Russian influence operations in Hungary into something that is like outright anti-Russian, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was a weird thing. So in, in Pugier's speech, this is something that, that really stuck out to me when he was listing the great... Um, you know, cultural icons of Europe. He didn't mention a single Russian yeah. in that list. Yeah, although we love Tarkovsky, we love Dostoevsky, we Tolstoy. like their, yeah, all obviously. these wonderful. I, I actually had the Russian same thought figures. while he was giving that speech and just listing European um, uh, um, writers and poets. That well, but okay, it's we also have a bunch of Russian ones as well. Obviously, also fair to great. say that culturally, Hungary belongs to the West. And it always was like that since since Saint Stephen's, and and we don't want to change that. And also, like you know, we 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 said on the demonstration that Russians go home. We don't mean the Russians living in Hungary right now to go home. We are not against the Russian people as a whole. Yeah. We are we are against the Russian you know Russian government. We are against Putin's politics, and that's that's why we we you know it's important to to emphasize this. I think. Yeah, that was basically in our, our, our opening speeches. Yeah. And we stated that the Russian people are not our enemy here. The Russian government is the one that is at fault. And we're in total so solidarity with the Russian people that they live in under. I mean, but also on the same hand, they elected this guy and the majority of the Russian people like Putin to this day. So yeah, I it's, think it's a strange system. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not like it's entirely clean, but yeah, yeah but also yeah. you know, Hungarians love Kadar. Hey, Hungarians, yeah. Hungarians, Hungarians love Orban. Yeah, Hungarians love Orban. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but still here in Hungary, I don't think the majority of people like Orban. I mean, they have that twenty-five percent they have currently. But uh, it's a solid twenty-five percent. Yeah, you know, but that's twenty-five. That's one fourth of that's one fourth of the country. That's nothing. If everybody would go vote, then they wouldn't be in the, and they wouldn't be the biggest party there. Yeah, that's true. There's a huge. We have like forty five percent, forty five percent of the society just stay home on voting day. And so let me ask you this: You guys have now organized protests. Uh, you've obviously got a little experience seeing what it's like to interact with others, to do cooperate. I mean, to me, it sounded like uh, when you guys actually organized this protest, you didn't know half of the people who were coming out to help. No, yeah, exactly. No, no, we didn't know them. We actually yeah, we have just, on the Facebook page that like, please guys, join us and help us because we are just three guys who are organizing this, and we need your help. Yeah, half of the half of the people that came out to help was was our friends, and the other half was just random people who who volunteered. So, what's stopping you guys from getting involved in politics? Well, it's such a dirty world, you know, in politics. I just, I mean. Um, I don't have any political aspirations at the moment, like like becoming a politic politician. But you know, politics is everything. Politics is even just we're talking about politics right now. It's politics. So in that sense, we are already in politics, but not in the you know not on the on the big screen, not in the parliament. 
And I don't think I really have like a, a one single turning point where I just decided, okay, I'm going to get into politics now. Um, it just uh, gradually happened in the past eight years. Were your much. were your families a little bit worried about you guys doing something like this? No, not mine at least. Well, not a bit, maybe either. a bit, maybe. Yeah, you know, they also heard about the Mogomet story, let's say, and like we were also joking with David that like you know when Mogomet yeah. is gonna yeah. gonna yeah. show up and. But I mean, in my case, in, in my family, my father was a uh, was actually a. Uh, uh, he was a uh, he was a politician back in Sweden. Well, not really like a career politician. He mm -hmm. was like a, he had a mandate in the municipality government mm -hmm. for four years. And then my grandfather was uh, pretty much in the revolution in 1956. That's why they fled to Sweden. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe it runs in the family. I don't know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I don't really have it like a single turning point. It just gradually happened in the past eight years. Got got into it more and more. Same thing with international international politics that, that happened pretty much in the past four or five years. Final question here, guys. Um, do you plan on doing something else? And if so, are you going to stick with this topic? Well, I think first we'll go to to Switzerland, to the Alps, and have like two lovely weeks there because it was just, you know, such a mess organizing uh, a demonstration like this. It was really exhausting. So not in the near future, I think, yeah. or like we could see like... You know, there, our our goal was to organize something what we like, what we believe in, and we I think we made it. We yeah, we did a good yeah, job, yeah. and we are we are satisfied with this. And you know, like if we'll be pissed off in the in the near future, then we then we might we do could, it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think either. Then in the like in the upcoming weeks, we'll we'll hold another. Uh, demonstrate demonstration i think uh, but if yeah as Madi said if if something comes along that we're like really really into and really think that we should say something about it then then definitely all right um if you guys do be sure to let me know True. i'll show up you know i'll sure. write about it great all right thanks for coming by guys thank you thank you thank you for having us thanks for having us